Welcome back to the Frank Take, everybody. It is another Frank Take Friday. That's what I'm going to start coining it as. And we are getting into week nine, um, kind of building off of last week where we talked about the playoff picture a little bit, what it looked like at the midway point of the season. And uh, today we're going to be expanding on that topic. We're going to be giving our official playoff seedings, and then we're going to be filling out our first playoff bracket of the year. Um, you know, it's that time where we start speculating on stuff. We start making predictions. Um, and we'll probably go back and do this at least one or two more times. Um, and you know, we'll see how that develops, but I'm excited to get into it with you guys today. We got Alec here on the show again. Um, this guy is, is great. And you know, we've, we've had a lot of shows together this year. Um, so we'll get started into another one right here. Uh, let's, let's start with the NFC. Cause that one seems to be the more straightforward one um you know in making these brackets and making these seedings uh what did you find to be the case with the with the nfc was it um you know was it pretty predictable straightforward or were there some surprises for you um i think it was relatively straightforward it was pretty hard to seed one through four um because we obviously the nfc's got five really really good teams um two of them are in the nfc west so you kind of just have to pick between the rams and the cardinals who you think is going to win that division, the other team will be the five. So it's pretty straightforward there, but then seeding one through four, I had a real challenge. Um, you know, all four of those teams, five, well, all five, but you know, the four teams that are going to end up being one through four. They're all really great teams. I mean, there's a very good chance that none of them will have more than four losses, which is really, really impressive stuff. And then you're going to have a lot of great teams at the top. Um, kind of funny that this the conferences are very different because the nfc is so top heavy and then the afc has like i think 10 teams that have a feasible path to get into the playoffs but none of them are at the level that those top teams in the nfc are at aside from maybe the bills so it's a pretty interesting contrast in the two uh, conferences this year yeah it, it is interesting because they're both wide open i would say like that's how you classify it but in different ways you know like the nfc really i don't think anyone has a shot to to get out of the nfc um, outside of those four or five teams. Um, but then in the AFC, everyone's got a shot, but they're all not quite as good. Um, so yeah, that, that is an interesting contrast. Uh, yeah, let's start with the NFC and, um, we'll go, we'll go top to bottom. Uh, I think that makes the most sense. Uh, starting with the number one seed, uh, I've got the Rams at the one seed. Um, I, I think you've got the same LA taking home field advantage. Yeah, I do. Awesome. Yeah. Um, I, I think looking at this, let's talk LA for a little bit, looking at the Rams, right? Like I think that their schedule is a little harder than some of those other teams, you know, a little harder than Dallas, a little harder than green Bay. Um, but the thing about the Rams is that especially with the Von Miller thing going down this week, and, and now there's speculations that they go after OBJ. I don't know how much that would really help them. Um, Jalen Ramsey's all about the recruitment business. This guy's out on Twitter. Anytime anybody's available. Um, but you look at the Rams and they just seem too talented to be the, to not be the one seed. Like, I, I just think at this point, they're hands down the best team in the NFC. Um, and they're going to have games to prove that they got the Packers coming up in week 12 after, after this Tennessee game in their bye week Um, so th that's a big game and they've got Arizona again, and they've got Baltimore. Like they're going to have chances to, you know, either show that they are the best team or not. Um, but I mean, the Rams, I just, you know, schedule aside, I just think they're the best team right now. And it was hard for me to put them anywhere else besides the number one seed and, you know, getting home field advantage. Yeah, I saw it the same way. I think hands down, top to bottom, it's the best right now, the way things are constructed. And then with the Von Miller edition, it's the best roster in the league. And you, you have, there's just 
they're, they're so loaded at so many different spots. And in the way that Matthew Stafford is playing and the way that him and Cooper cup are playing, I mean, that's like the most unstoppable duo aside from maybe Rogers and Adams, but this year it's actually been even it's Stafford and cup that are kind of tearing everything up even more so than those two. And just everything that's going for the Rams right now, they do have a tough schedule. Um, they have to go to green Bay. They have to, uh, they got to play the Ravens. If they have tough games, so they'll lose another game. Uh, maybe two games, but I don't see any more than uh, anything worse than 14 and three for the Rams. And I think that will get them the one seed. And I think that's a, it's a pretty you know big deal to have home field advantage. And then obviously at the Super Bowl is in LA this year. So we could have another chance for the, uh, just like Tampa last year to play the Super Bowl in their home stadium, which would be pretty interesting. That's right. I, I didn't think of that. Yeah. In the NFL's history to have no, to have that never be done and then have it happen two years in a row. That'd be pretty special. Um, but yeah, so now, you know, moving down the list, uh, two, so seeds two through four, even honestly, two through five, uh, there's a lot to sort through there with the NFC. We've got the Cardinals and the Bucks and the Packers and the Cowboys. And those are the next teams in that elite tier in the NFC. Um, so, you know, sorting between those teams was kind of tough. Um, and I just want to hear just, List your four teams real quick that you had in order of those seeds, right? Two, three, four, five. Um, and then I'll list mine. And then we'll kind of break down what went into what went into seeding them like that. Uh, yeah, well, obviously the Cardinals were five just because they have to be because the Rams have already won the division. So they're going to be in the four, uh, the, the top four. And then for two, three, and four, I've got Dallas two, Green Bay three, Tampa Bay four. Okay, so I've got Dallas at two as well. Um, and I do think they have a shot for the one seed this year, um, but I, I put them at the two. And then I've actually got Tampa at the three, Green Bay at the four. Um, and that was a tough one. Um, but I, I think so. I mean, get Dallas out of the way real quick. Uh, I think Dallas and the Cardinals are probably the two easier teams to seed there. I think for the Cowboys, um, I, I think they could go 15 and two this year. Um, unfortunately, I think the Rams might go 15 and two as well. Um, and that sounds ambitious, but if you look at Dallas's schedule, they've got Denver and Atlanta coming up and Dak's already confirmed to be starting against Denver. So barring any injury in that game, you know, he's good to go for the rest of the year. Um, so Denver and Atlanta, and then, you know, they play Kansas city. Who's who's Rocky right now at the very least. Uh, and then they've got Vegas and new Orleans. And then after that, it's Washington, the giants, Washington, Philly. And then they've got the Cardinals actually mixed in there in week 17. So that's a big game. Um, So I think there's a a few games that, you know, could be potential losses, but I think Dallas is favored in probably every one of those games, except maybe Arizona and maybe Kansas city. Um, But I think there's a real shot that Dallas only loses one more game this year if they take care of business. Um, And even if they lose two more 14 and three should still be good for the two seed. Um, And then obviously Arizona at the five, just because, you know, the Rams are going to get the one, or I think the Rams are going to win the division. And so do you, Um, but, you know, take me through your distinction because it sounds like we have a difference between Tampa and green Bay. Um, What, what made you put Tampa at the four? Yeah, well, part of it, honestly, is just because of how, you know, incredibly tight these teams at the top are. And you've got just, you know, like all the records are going to be really good. You've got great quarterback play and all these teams. The thing that it came down for, uh, too, for me was I think, you know, Tampa's a little unhealthy right now, especially defensively. And it's going to take a little while for some of the guys to get back. And I think we've seen that, you know, the Bucks like, 
I'm not as like sure how many games they're really going to win this regular season. I think most that team is built because of Tom Brady and the way they're built. They're built for playoff success. And so I think ultimately it would not shock me if the Bucs maybe end up going something like 12 and five. And I think if they go 12 and five, that's probably the four seed in this conference. Um, but the distinction, it was close. Um, I just think ultimately Green Bay maybe wins one more game. I kind of went through the schedule, mapped it out a little bit. Uh, I think Tampa's got a few more losses coming. Um, I wouldn't, uh, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if they lost the Saints again this regular season. I just feel like there's something going on there. But then obviously last year, Tampa won the important matchup there. And the Bucs have a couple other tough games. Um, but I think they're built more for playoff success. So I was looking extensively at that. So I took Green Bay as the team at the three there. But I think that could go either way. It'll probably be separated by a game and they may even be tied in the record. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm looking at, Green Bay and Tampa. And I think you make a good point. Tampa, you know, maybe is built, you know, playoff and Tom Brady and all that, that stuff that he does in the postseason. Um, and, you know, he's great in regular season too. We know that. Um, but I, I could see, yeah, I could see them losing to New Orleans again. I had that in their schedule. Um, but aside from that, you know, they've got Washington. So they got a bye week this week and then they got Washington, Giants, Colts, and Falcons. I mean, Colts is, you know, that's the only decent matchup in that group. They should win four straight. And then you look, they got Buffalo and New Orleans. That's a tougher stretch. Um, I think they find a way to win one of those games. And then they got Carolina, the Jets, Carolina to finish the year. So I think that Tampa's schedule is a little lighter, even though maybe they're not as good. Then you switch over to Green Bay's schedule. I actually think Green Bay has a real shot to lose three of the next four here uh, because they've got Kansas City, a game that I wouldn't pick them to lose, but obviously Aaron Rodgers is out and that's a huge detriment. Um, So Kansas City, and then they've got uh, Seattle who might get Russ back. And then they've got Minnesota and LA. Um, and I think there's a real shot. They lose three out of those four. I think they lose to Kansas city and LA. And I think they either lose to Minnesota or Seattle. So in that case, Packers cool off a little bit and they're a little bit beat up too. Uh, they're not at full strength either. And, you know, with COVID ripping through the locker room, we'll see which guys they lose in the next couple of weeks. Um, but I, and you know, the, then you look at weeks 15 and 16, they've got Baltimore and Cleveland, which aren't easy games either. I just think it's going to stack against green Bay. I think they're a really good team. <laughs> Probably one of the best four seeds in a long time. I mean, I can't remember. I can't remember a conference that's this deep to where the four seed you think could legitimately win the super bowl. Um, but I, I think the Packers schedule is just going to hurt them a little more. Um, and I've actually got them finishing at 12 and five, uh, which puts them a game behind Tampa. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Do you think there's a real difference, though? This is the real question. Does it matter whether you're the three or the four seed in your mind? Is it going to come back to haunt him? Um, I think it matters. It matters a lot more for Green Bay because um, I think Green Bay needs because I feel like Lambeau is a pretty distinct um, home field advantage in the playoffs where you want teams to go through Green Bay. And I, I think, you know, we have to account for the fact that if it, if it seeds out the way I have it, they're going to be ahead of Tampa Bay. And realistically, like Tampa Bay in the playoffs is not the team you want to see. So I think T- Tampa Bay is the one team in the NFC that I believe can go anywhere and win. So, but you also just, you don't want to like go, you don't want to like play Tampa Bay at home because it's going to be even more difficult. So I think for Tampa Bay, honestly, it doesn't matter very much. Um, but for Green Bay, I think it does. And then real quick on the on the schedule, I have both Tampa Bay and Green Bay losing three more games. And so that puts um, Tampa Bay at five losses and Green Bay at four. So that was kind of what my thought process was when I was filling out the uh, 
little schedule here, but um, I think, I think it matters more for green Bay, but really it's all, these teams are all so tight. And I think, you know, for green Bay, like if it really changes, if green Bay were to get the one seed, because I think if you look at all the difference, you look at Dallas, you look at uh, green Bay, LA, Arizona, Tampa Bay, I think Lambo's the Lambo's the toughest place to go there. So you don't want to, I think for green Bay, they got to push for that one seed. Cause I think the one, I think that's the way they can get to the super bowl this year is they, I think they need to be the one, I think it needs to go through Lambo, which I know it did last year and it didn't work out, but I think it needs to happen that way again. Yeah, no, you make a great point. Um, I, I do think what's interesting though. So the way I have it, I have green Bay being the four. What's interesting is that you, you look at that matchup and if green Bay is the four, they're likely playing Arizona. Who's the five. That's a rematch game. You don't know how much Green Bay really wants to see Arizona again, given how tight that game was. And then the, the Tampa at the three has to play New Orleans, who I think is going to be the six. So either way, it looks like if if those two teams switch, you're like, hmm, I don't know if I really want that matchup, you know. Um, and if you're looking at Green Bay, like if you're the three, you have to play New Orleans again, who obviously whooped you in the beginning. Um, so maybe that three seed. And here's a stat too. My, my brother actually pointed this out to me today. Did you know a three seed in either conference hasn't won a playoff game since 2016? How crazy is that? Wow. Actually, and I, yeah, I'm kind of thinking back to it and yeah, that that's, that's right. That's crazy. That is a, uh, that really is crazy. And uh, you know, you're right because I, I like you have the saints as the six and I, I wouldn't want to play the saints, but I'm telling you the saints losing Jameis is a pretty big deal. I, People are not talking about that enough. I know Jameis is prone to like some turnovers and things like that, but the Saints have had really in the midst of all the Aaron Rodgers news this week and a bunch of other things that have happened. Um, the Saints have had two really bad things come down. We've got Jameis with the torn ACL and Michael Thomas is out for the year. A lot of, yeah. yeah, that's huge. So now you don't have the, you kind of been counting on the Jameis and Michael Thomas thing. And I think if they got those guys back and they were fully healthy, the saints would be a team that I think could go in and win places and like make a run to the end. They'd have a shot at it. At least now I don't think they do. I think it's going to hurt them um, down the stretch here. Cause now you've, you're running with, you know, Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, some weird quarterback thing there, unless they make a move. Um, and then, you know, really their only major playmaker on offense now is Alvin Kamara and they, and so I, I'm kind of curious to see how that's going to go, but they're obviously really good on defense and defense travel. So that'll be, that'll be a tough matchup, but I think it would have been harder had some of this bad injury news not happened for New Orleans. No, oh, yeah, you're actually, you're, you're very right there. Um, I think the way Simeon played this Sunday is kind of overshadowed the importance of the Jameis injury. Um, but you're, you're absolutely right. But uh, it's, it's going to be interesting how that plays out between that three and four seed, because I think that's going to be a battle. I think Green Bay and Tampa, even though I don't think they're necessarily worse teams than Dallas and LA, I just think the way scheduling goes. And um, yeah, I, I don't know. I just think they're going to lose some more games and be stuck down in that three or four area. Um, so, and then we already said we got Cardinals and uh, Saints at five and six. So now to the dreaded seven seed, the last spot, uh, Alec, who do you got at the seven seed closing down the NFC? I have the Vikings, but I'm telling you, I almost put the Seahawks. Me I was, too, man. It's- I was really tempted. I have Minnesota and Seattle finishing at the same record, but unfortunately Minnesota holds that tiebreaker. Yep. So that's what I have. I've got both teams finishing nine and eight. And, uh, that gives the, uh, the old tiebreaker to, uh, to the Vikings, but, um, that's okay. Um, yeah, so that's the seven seed. Um, and really, you know, that's, it's kind of interesting because it's funny that the Vikings, uh, 
and the Seahawks would kind of be the teams that at least I think will tie. And then ultimately Minnesota will be the team that gets in because I think both those teams are in a similar spot with a, with a fairly talented roster. Um, Obviously the Seahawks, they've got Russell Wilson. So you've got like a top five elite quarterback. The Vikings do not, but I think the Vikings top to bottom have a little bit, have an overall better roster than the Seahawks do, but both teams have, uh, (laughs) they've got aging coaches that kind of have the team stuck in neutral. And so I almost, I've, I've said this about the Seahawks this year. Um, I almost think getting into the playoffs at the seven seed and I have us, we would have to go to Dallas, whether we went to Dallas, LA, Arizona, Green Bay, it didn't matter. Cause I don't think we'd win at any of those places. And I actually think if we did that, I think it might be the worst thing for the franchise because then you can start justifying, well, you know, we made it to the playoffs again, like Russell was hurt and we still made it to the playoffs again. Well, the NFC seven seed is not going to be a great football team this year. Yeah. And then you're going to be able to justify things. And the Vikings are going to be in the same situation, maybe with Mike Zimmer, who I think probably needs to be fired that like they're, they're stuck in just perpetual like neutrality. Like they're not moving anywhere. Like the divisional round is the ceiling for Seattle right now. And just making the playoffs is probably the ceiling for Minnesota. So I think for either one of those teams, I think the Vikings get in, could be the Seahawks. Um, And who knows, maybe it'll even be San Francisco. Who knows? There's, there's some different ways that can go, but I almost think it's like a bad thing for some of those teams right now to get in. Cause I think they'd be one and out and that might mask some of the bigger issues with the organizations with the fact that they did make a playoff appearance. No, that's a great point. Yeah. And, and it, it really, I think it is going to come down to, to that, you know, that uh, tiebreaker for the seven seed, but um, yeah, I mean, Seattle and Minnesota, they're both, you're right. They're both stuck and, you know, stuck in different places. I think Minnesota, we would consider a lot more, mediocre than Seattle. Seattle's made a run at a few times. I think anytime you make the division around, you put yourself in the conversation. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been the ceiling for Seattle. They've gone out, they they've lost uh, what I believe it is five divisional round games since 2014. Yeah. Yeah. The last time we made it past the divisional round was the year we made it to the Super Bowl against New England. That's the last time we yeah. haven't we haven't made it back anywhere further than that since. And my point has been, and you're right. Of course, the Seahawks are better than the Vikings as an organization. We've had more success, but unlike the Vikings, the Seahawks have a top five quarterback and a top you know seven to ten player in the NFL. Yeah. And when you have that, you don't want to keep squandering it away and not making it quite as far as you might be able to otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. It's really interesting situation for both teams. I think honestly it hurts Minnesota more to make the playoffs because you know, it's, Oh, Kirk brought us back and it's his contract year and he played so good. Let's sign him again. Uh, like Minnesota's stuck in a point where they get like slight affirmations and they're like, oh, okay, we're on the right track, but they're just, they're too good to blow it all up and they're not good enough to do anything of real meaning. Um, you know, I'm trying to think of like a college football program to compare them to. Um, they almost feel, and I don't know college football as well as some, but they almost feel like a Michigan type of team where they just can't win the big games and, you know, but they're, they're good. Like they're on the right track and I don't know. Um, and they're always in the mix of things, but you know, they're never one of those elite teams. And that's a great comparison. That's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. Michigan, Michigan's been that way. Michigan, you know, under Jim Harbaugh, especially has been great. And then they play Ohio state and lose. Yeah, or like yeah. just this last week for people who follow college football, they have a big game at Michigan state, their rival, they're up 16 points and blow it and lose. So like there's just in big games, they're not living up to that hype. No, absolutely. Yeah. And in Minnesota, I mean, the, the Vikings have had chances to capture it. This would have been a huge win against Dallas this week. You're four and three, you know, you're, you're on a roll now and they lose to Cooper rush and 
Um, yeah, I mean, just just stuff that holds him back. I, I think it's really it's a fair shot that Seattle gets to the playoffs. Um, but I'm going to give it to Minnesota ultimately, just because I think there's a real shot that Seattle goes to three and seven. They've got Green Bay and, and Arizona coming up next. And then, uh, you know, then their schedule lightens up a little bit. But in that mix, they've still got Arizona again. They still got the Rams again. They still got the Niners again. So, I mean, they, they could put it together. I've got them making a run at it. I think that's been the DNA of Seattle is they're always going to make a run at it. They're always going to be right in there. Um, but I think ultimately the Vikings finish it off by the skin of their teeth. Uh, they get into the playoffs and they get the honor of of going and taking a loss at Jerry World. So, um, yeah, I think that wraps up our NFC um, I think we we both are in agreement. The the Niners are out. I think Philly actually could be. I think Philly's going to be a team that lingers in the conversation a little bit, even though nobody knows they're. I mean, everybody knows they're not legitimate, um, but they have a pretty light schedule, and you know, I think they could make. You know, they could be in the hunt. They could be a part of that graphic for a while, um, but. Yeah, I think I think it really the NFC really boils down to those eight teams, and you know which seven are going to get into the playoffs. Um, but let's look now at the AFC. Um, who I believe we have the top seed in the AFC as well. So you you know talk about our top seed, and then we'll kind of shuffle it through seeds two through two through six again. Yeah, um, top seed is is Buffalo. So obviously the AFC is a little bit um, is it's different. It's a lot tougher, um, but I do think ultimately that when you look at the AFC, I think the Bills, even though maybe not by record right now, the Bills are ultimately going to separate themselves. And I actually expect them to get the one seed by one, maybe even two full games. Um, you know, they've they've in terms of if you look at a lot of the stats, I mean they're first in a, in a lot of offensive and defensive categories right now. Um, you know, they just played the Dolphins. They kind of scuffled their way through it offensively. It was really, really ugly in the first half, but their defense shut everything down. Um, and their offense got clicking in the second half. Um, Allen hit digs on a couple of big throws, hit Cole Beasley a lot in the game, did what he needed to do. Um, a lot of times, you know, oftentimes when you play a division team for the second time around, I know the Dolphins are bad. Um, it can be a lot more difficult. And as we know, the Bills beat the Dolphins 35 zip in the first game. So, I, you know, Miami was coming out really competing and they did in the first half, especially defensively. They were really good. But then the Bills righted the ship. Um, and look, the, you know, the Bills, the Bills are, still, I think, still really good. They've got they've got a couple losses. I mean, they lost to Derrick Henry when, you know, Derrick Henry ran all over him. But I mean, they went to Kansas City and blew out the Chiefs. I know it's not the same Chiefs team. They've shut two teams out this year. Um, I think ultimately with the playmakers they've got on offense, Josh Allen continues to play at a pretty high level, maybe not the level as last year, but he's playing good football. It's, he's not been a, he hasn't been an issue. He's not taken a massive step back. He's played about how I would expect him to play this year. Um, and their defense has made really significant improvements. That's been the big thing. The pass rush is a, a lot better. They're, they're not great against the run, but they're okay against the run, but it's really the pass rush. And then that secondary has just been locked down. So you, when you're good at all three levels defensively, um, you're sh- holding teams down in the scoring and you've got a really high powered offense. I think ultimately that um, is the recipe for success in the AFC, especially now with the Titans down Derrick Henry for most of the, probably the rest of the regular season, if not most of the rest of the regular season. And I think the Ravens, you know, there's a little bit of inconsistency there, maybe with Lamar sometimes and all. And I think an overall better roster for the bills. So I've got the bills as the one seed in the AFC. Yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement with you. I think the bills take the one seed by three games. I've got them at 14 and three, which is, it's a stretch. Cause I, you know, that, that means they only lose one more game throughout the year. Um, but I think they're going to run the table 
for the most part and, you know, take care of business. I think they, they will be firmly in control of that one seed, you know, come December. Um, but then looking at seeds two through six. So we've got, uh, we've got Baltimore, Tennessee, the chargers as the, the rest of the division winners, what sorts you seeds two through four, what, what differentiates those teams? Um, this was actually really easy for me to do. Um, I would have had Tennessee as the two seed if they had Derrick Henry, uh, but they don't because now obviously with his foot injury, it's, and I, I think it's going to really change the Titans. However, I don't think the Titans are going to be as bad as people are saying they're going to be. I think in some ways this, it's not going to be, it's certainly not good for the Titans, but I think it might be good for Ryan Tannehill here. Cause we're going to see, um, it, it'll be good for him to prove that I, cause I think Ryan Tannehill is a good quarterback. I've always thought he's a pretty good player and he's got great weapons to throw the ball to. So I don't think the Titans are suddenly just going to become like inept on offense. Like they can score even without, like, I mean, if you actually, if you look at the last game, I mean, Derrick Henry had 67 yards rushing, I want to say, and Tannehill did everything, you know, through the air. Now you might say that, Oh, it's because of the threat of, um, of Derrick Henry, which of course there's an aspect to that, but I, I think it showed that Tannehill could still make the throws and make the plays. Um, now ultimately, so, but then because of the injury, it's going to drop him down a seed line. So I have the Ravens at two, um, with Lamar and just the way Lamar has been playing. I think Lamar's still in the MVP conversation, obviously. Um, and then at four and, the, and then I've got the, the Titans and at four, I have the chargers who are obviously on a two game losing streak. And I almost had the chargers not winning this division. I was, I was kind of looking at a lot of different things in the AFC West. The AFC West is probably the hardest division to call because I think you have three teams, honestly, that I think have a path to win it. Denver, I would not consider. But the Chiefs, I know they've been struggling, but we know how many good playmakers they have. Who knows? Maybe they put it together. The Raiders, the Raiders obviously have been like really good. And I think they're leading the division technically right now. Um, but unfortunately for the Raiders, we know what happened with Henry Ruggs. I mean, that was a real tragedy, obviously. And it's really unfortunate for the Raiders, who obviously have already lost John Gruden. So there's just a lot of emotional issue, I think, over there. So I think it's going to be hard for them to keep playing as well as they have. So I'll take the Chargers because we saw a lot, of, a lot of good things early in the year. And I expect them to right the ship going forward despite the last two losses. But honestly, 2-3-4 was a lot easier for me to seed in the AFC than it was the NFC. Um, but it'll be interesting to see for sure. But I think in this, this conference, Buffalo will ultimately separate themselves. And then at two, three, four was not that hard for me to um, order. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Um, I think, you know, you, the Titans. So what's interesting about the Titans injury, uh, let's go back to that. I, I think they are the second best team in the AFC, but uh, you know, for the remainder of the season or the majority of it, they're not going to have Derrick Henry. Um, and what's interesting is Tannehill is going to have a chance to prove himself here. Um, because you know, Tannehill by the stats just wasn't a good quarterback before Derrick Henry. Um, like if we look at pre Derrick Henry, you know, for Ryan Tannehill, it was 2012 to 2018. He recorded PFF grades in his, these are, uh, by season grades. So we had a grade of 68, 80, 75, 67, 74, 45. So he reached 80 once, which is considered like a good grade. Um, and that was in 2013. But you look at the rest of them, he's far below that. He got down to 45 in one year. Um, and then let's look at, you know, with Derrick Henry, 2019 through 2021, he's had grades of 90.2, 90.6, 90.1. So he's been incredibly consistent. He's been elite by the numbers. And I think a lot of that is helped by Henry and the threat of Henry, like you said. But yeah, he's got a real chance to prove himself. You know, he gave him life in 2019, came in when they were two and five or three and five and 
led him all the way to the AFC championship. And now it's about, you know, can he do this on his own now? Can he come in here and keep the Titans afloat? Um, and I think that's, that's the real challenge for Tennessee. And if you look at their schedule, yeah, I think it's going to be a little bit ugly um, the way they win games, but I mean, they've got LA and the saints coming up next. Those are big games. I think they, I think they'll lose to LA and um, you know, I think they pull it out against New Orleans, but that's going to be a good one. And then they've got Houston and new England, Jacksonville, Pittsburgh. Um, so, you know, all throughout this, this time that Henry's going to miss, They've got an easy game and then a harder game and then an easier game and then, you know, up and down. So I think there's going to be a lot of win-loss, win-loss, win-loss for the Titans, uh, but that's fine. You know, if, if Henry comes back and your team is nine and five or, you know, nine and six or whatever, like you guys can still make a run at the playoffs, still win this division. Um, so I, I think it's going to be interesting to watch that play out, but I think you're right by default. I think that puts the Ravens up at the two seed. Um and I've also got the Chargers right in the ship and getting the four seed. So that's kind of the division winner set up there. And then let's go to our wild card. The AFC wild card teams, very interesting. Um, there's a lot to talk about here. So let's open it up with the five seed. Uh, I've got the Patriots at the five. What's your team? Yeah, um, I have the Bengals at five. And obviously, I think a lot of people are going to be a little concerned about Cincinnati because of what just happened to the Jets. Uh, with, you know, in their game against the Jets, obviously losing to the Jets. But I did tell you this, and you'll be able to vouch for me here. I told you that this is a very dangerous spot for the Bengals, and I was not at all surprised that they lost the game. I thought they would probably win it, but when I saw the point spread at 11 and a half, I was like, there's no way they're going to cover that. They're going to win this game by three points. And then they lost by three points ultimately. But because when you come off a game that they did against Baltimore, which was an incredible performance, obviously, going into Baltimore and absolutely steamrolling the Ravens, um, it's it's can be it's a classic letdown spot. It's still a young football team that I think is still trying to figure out how to say, um, sustain success. But I think what I'm seeing from them on the field is I'm seeing a like Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase are terrific. I mean, those two together are really turning into quite the duo. Obviously, they were incredible at LSU together in the championship year. Um, but like they they've been like really, really good. And that that chemistry has been there. Their defense is playing really well as a you know, as a whole. Joe Mixon's running the ball well. I think the Bengals win against the Ravens is it's not, that's not the team. Like they're not 25 points better than the Ravens, but I think that is a better representation of what the Bengals can be going forward than what they're going to be like it showed against the jets. And even in the jets game, their offense played pretty well. Their defense has had, you know, a couple pretty untimely gaffes. Like they gave up a lot of points down the stretch. They also got screwed by one of the worst calls of the season. And that makes it kind of challenging in a, in a game like that. But I think the Bengals, um, just from what I've seen, I think they, if they play up to their capability, which is a little bit of a concern with a young team and a young head coach, um, Cincinnati's really talented and they're doing some really good things. And if they do that, I think Cincinnati can win 10, 11 games. And if they, if they do that, that should be good enough for the five. And I, I'm going to give them credit to do that. So I have the Bengals as the five. That's interesting. Um, the Bengals were actually the odd team out that I had missed in the playoffs. And I think a lot of it is kind of, you know, what you brushed on. Um, and obviously you're not concerned about it. You think they'll write the ship and figure it out. And I think that's possible. Um, but yeah, I think Cincinnati's a young team. They're inconsistent. Um, I think they're going to have a lot of those games, emotional highs and lows and, you know, football gets, I mean, NFL gets intense when you get into November and December and all these games mean something. And I mean, the Bengals haven't been in this position in five or six years, you know? So I think there's, there's a, a difference in how the game feels, you know, when you get down to those games that matter a lot. 
Um, and ultimately I think they're going to be a fine team. I think they will be nine and eight, uh, but I think they, they are going to miss the playoffs by a game. Uh, you look at their last stretch and they've got Baltimore, Kansas city and Cleveland. And I think those are all teams that are going to be hungry. They're going to be fighting for seating or playoffs. I think all those teams are older than them. You know, the Browns will be more experienced. Um, and I don't have the Browns getting into the playoffs. Actually, I think they're going to get dig themselves too deep of a hole. Um, but I, I think they'll have a shot there in the end. And um, I think that we could see a, a three game losing streak potentially at the end there. Um, and ultimately, I just think they fall short. Uh, but I think you're right. They've got a lot of potential and I wouldn't be shocked. I've actually got the Patriots at the five seed. Um, and I think the Patriots are a team that's turning it around at the right time. Um, they look, they've won the last two. They, they almost beat Dallas. They almost beat Tampa. Uh, Mac Jones looks better each week. Uh, and you know, they got Carolina this week and then Cleveland and then Atlanta and then Tennessee. Um, and you know, I think it, I don't think that I would choose them to win all four of those, but there's certainly a chance. Um, there's certainly a chance that they win those. Uh, and get themselves on a win streak. So ultimately, I think the Patriots end up at 10 and seven, which is good enough for the five seed in the AFC. Um, I know you still have the Patriots in the big dance, right? Where'd you have them at? Yeah, right below them at, uh, at six. Um, I've got New England in there and you're right. New England starting to play really nice, uh, good football at the right time. I've been really impressed with them the last three weeks. Um, and that includes the loss to your Cowboys. I mean, obviously Dallas is I think more, a lot more talented than New England is, but New England, you know, granted, it can be tough to go play in Foxborough and whatever, but I was extremely impressed for the most part with Mac Jones in that game. Um, obviously there was the disastrous pick six to Diggs, but then the next play hits the touchdown deep. Yep. Um, so, you know, he made a big throw there. Um, and it was a really tight loss against a really good Dallas team in overtime. And then they go to, and then they play the jets and win by 41 points, put, you know, put, um, 54 points on the board, which is a really, I mean, I don't care who you're playing, putting the NFL, that's the I mean, NFL. You're yeah. I mean, those are professionals out there and you're putting 50 plus on them. That's obviously, uh, very, uh, very impressive and very degrading for the jets who my goodness are gave up 45 more points last night. What a disaster they are. But um, so there's that. And then I think last week is the big one. You know, you go to LA, a little cross country trip, obviously the chargers had come off a bye week. So they're well-rested. They're going to be hungry after getting absolute, their doors just blown off in Baltimore two weeks before that. And they go down to LA and win. And I, I expected them to be very competitive in that game. I did think the Chargers would win it, and but no, New England held on and won that game. And that's a really impressive win for Mac Jones. It's an impressive win for that team. Um, and you're right. And we obviously know how well coached they are. I think what you know what they may lack for in some areas and talent. They they've got some really good you know schemes. Obviously, they're really well prepared every week. They're going to do different stuff defensively every week to confuse quarterbacks. Um, so they're not, they're not a flashy team. They're not super, they're not the sexiest team. Plus people are going to be like, Oh, it's new England. We don't want to see new England in here, but it's kind of a revamp look. Um, and I think the Patriots are playing good football at the right time. I think the Patriots are a 10 and seven football team. Um, and that's, that's the sixth seed in the AFC, I think. Yeah. Um, I, I like that analysis. I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think they're one seed higher, um, but that's, that's not a huge difference looking down at the six and the seven seed. So you've only got one more seed to give. I've got two. I've got Kansas city at the six and Oakland at the seven or not Oakland, sorry, Vegas. Um, my apologies. The Raiders at the seven, which you had them as the odd team out. Um, and you had Kansas city at seven, I believe. Um, but you know, the chiefs are, man, I think, I think we, I think the chiefs are, 
going to ultimately make the playoffs as bad as it looks right now. And I think they caught a huge break this week with Aaron Rodgers being out. I mean, that, that can't be emphasized enough. I mean, they, they have to go in and win this game. This one almost feels like you've been given a free gift. You better take it, get yourself to five and four, um, you know, and then, and then go to the Raiders next week and try and keep yourself alive in that division. But I think Kansas city ultimately is going to find a way to get in the playoffs. You know, they're going to figure, figure it out enough. Um, but you playoff life's different as a six seed, as opposed to the one seed. So I'm looking at Kansas city and let's say they're a six or a seven seed. You think they're making it out of round one? You think they're a team that can make some noise? Uh, what, what are you looking at there? Um, well, the way I've got it is, well, first of all, yes, I do believe that the chiefs are a team that can make noise. Um, anytime you have Patrick Mahomes and I know he's turned the ball over like crazy, but when you have Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and Tyree kill, I mean, you could score points in a hurry. And if you're not turning the ball over, like the crazy thing about the chiefs is like, they never really punt. It's either they're, they're going to go score or they're going to turn it over. That's kind of what it's been all year. And I keep saying every week that if they cut the turnovers out, like they're going to start looking more and more like the, at least offensively, like the chiefs were used to seeing. Now they keep turning it over at a ridiculously high rate. So there is that. And maybe, maybe that'll just continue and it won't stop. I guess we're going to find out there, but obviously they're going to be dangerous, but look, I've got them as the seven seed going to Baltimore in the wild card round. I don't think they're going to win that game. Um, I think there's teams that they could, if they were playing the chargers and, you know, say hypothetically in the, in the wild card round, a division team, I think they can go to LA and win. But if I kind of look at the top three teams in the AFC, I look at the, obviously the bills, I look at the Ravens and I look at the Titans. I feel like ultimately those three are going to end up separating themselves a little bit. I think that's the class. I think really the AFC can be won by three teams. I think it like can is really those three. I think there's a lot of teams that can get into the playoffs, maybe win a game, but the three teams that can make it to the Super Bowl are the Bills, Ravens, and Titans. And so I don't think the Chiefs are in that level. And if they're going to have to go on the road to Tennessee or Baltimore in uh, the wild card round, I just don't think they're the same team that can win that game right now. But obviously they're dangerous with Mahomes at quarterback and some of that high-powered offense. But the defense has just been such a train wreck for the most part that it's hard for me to really trust them to do anything in the playoffs. And then one quick note on the Raiders. Um, I would love to be wrong about the Raiders because I actually am going to – I'm kind of pulling for them. They, th- those guys, have, those players have been through a lot this year. Obviously, John Gruden, you know, we know about that. Henry Ruggs, obviously that situation. Um, it's really unfortunate for those players and for Derek Carr and for guys like that, that they've been through a lot. I just think ultimately it might take too much of a toll on them. Um, I, when I talked to you about this. They have to go to the Giants this weekend. I actually think they're going to lose. I think they're going to go there. It's going to be just hard to get focused and ready to play. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they'll be really ready and focused, just kind of gathering and rallying around each other. And I hope that happens. Um, I'd like the Raiders to make it. But I just think ultimately when I look at the AFC and I got to leave a team out, I just worry that they're going to slip up here a little bit down the stretch with some of the disastrous things off the field that have happened for that organization and for those players. So that's the team I left out. But I do I do want to put it out there that I do hope the Raiders make it because I think those players deserve to have a shot at the playoffs. No, absolutely. And, uh, you know, I think I think their major advantage for as many disadvantages as they have and all the tragedy that's happened this season, um, you know, they got a great shot to go and play the giants and get to six and two this week. And if they can get to six and two, you got a nice head start going into a tough stretch of games, uh, you know, in the second half of the season, um, you know, six and two is, is about two games ahead of the other teams kind of vying for that seven seed. Um, and so they got it. It's crucial. They got to go and win that one. And then you can focus on Kansas city and, you know, who knows if you beat Kansas city in week 10, 
I mean, you've buried them basically. They're they're back at four and five, four and six, maybe depending on how this Green Bay game goes. Um, and you're sitting at seven and two, you're sitting good. So these next two weeks are huge, um, not just in overcoming what's happened, but, you know, in, in proving that, you know, maybe they're a team that can afford a little bit of um, fatigue at the end of the year and can afford a few losses. So yeah, big time for the Raiders. Um, let's break down our playoffs a little bit now in terms of the bracket, because we also filled out a bracket. So I know we'll have slightly different matchups, um, but we've got LA and Buffalo at the one seed. Um and we'll just go quickly through some of these hypothetical matchups in the AFC in round one. I've got Baltimore and Vegas. Uh, that's a rematch of week one. And I think Baltimore finds a way to win that game. I don't think they lose to Vegas again, uh, which means that the Raiders are one and done um, again, just like they were in 2016. Um, but I like Baltimore going, going to the divisional round in that matchup. Uh, yeah, so in that one, I also have the Baltimore Ravens as the two, and then I have Kansas City going there, and that, that's a really kind of a crazy, entertaining, potentially really cool, fun uh, wild card matchup with the quarterbacks and Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Um, obviously, these teams played a pretty uh, classic game on Sunday night in Baltimore earlier this year where the Ravens won by one point uh, with Lamar flipping into the end zone. Um, and I would expect a game that's really tight again, but I think the Ravens are better this year. I just think the Chiefs defensively have way too many problems. Um, I'm, I'm a little bit more confident that maybe offensively they can solve some of these issues and cut down on the turnovers. I think defensively is going to be kind of a nightmare all season long, especially when they play against really good offenses and good quarterbacks. Um, so I'll take that game probably pretty high scoring, probably pretty close, just like the last one. But I like Baltimore to move on and knock the Chiefs out. Uh, as one and done, which is a pretty crazy thing considering all the expectations that were around that team coming off, you know, obviously back-to-back Super Bowl appearances and three straight AFC championship games. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, So, yeah, I mean, and then, you know, continuing the AFC, the three versus the six, I've got Titans versus Chiefs in that one. I've also got the Chiefs going down in round one to the Titans. Um, I think that Tennessee is going to end the the dreaded three seed streak. Um, I, I mean, frankly, they, they killed them earlier this year. I don't think that game would be as big of a blowout, but you know, Tennessee, they're, they're just going to be able to run the ball all day. They'll have Henry back by that point. They'll be grooving. Um, and I just don't think, I think Kansas city is at its worst this year when they're panicked a little bit, when they feel like they got to get downfield, they're not patient. Um, and I think that's going to play right into the Titans hands. So I like the Titans to win that one. Then, then at the four and the five. So I've got the chargers, versus the Patriots, a rematch. And I've got the Patriots winning that one. Old Mac Jones, the rookie, man. He's going to the divisional round. I think the Patriots win that game against the Chargers. I think Belichick's kind of got Herbert's number. You know, Chargers don't have very much playoff experience as an organization. Um, and they've got a lot of new guys still on this team. Um, high expectations for the Chargers. I mean, just just three weeks ago, I thought they were maybe, you know, making a run at the AFC Championship. But um, I think in these last two weeks, we've seen a lot more of their true colors. And, you know, obviously I don't want to be someone who rides the wave up and down throughout the whole year. That's kind of what the media does. Um, but I, I think my stance on the Chargers has changed quite a bit um, for the long term. Um, and I think the Patriots just match up well in that game. I think they're going to pull the upset there. 
Yeah, I like that pick a lot. Um, I think if I had that matchup in my hypotheticals, I would I would also pick New England. But um, I have for my six three, I've got New England going to Tennessee. Um, obviously, this was the playoff matchup. It was this was Brady's final game in New England when they played. Obviously, this that one was in Foxborough, and he threw a pick six to end it. Kind of, uh, it's pretty crazy stuff. Um, so I expect this to be another Titans Patriots playoff matchup in Tennessee, and I, I love the Titans in that game. I just think ultimately it'll be too much Derrick Henry. And I think New England has the potential to, you know, be really competitive in that game. And with a lot of these teams, just the way they're coached and how they're built. But I think Derrick Henry is going to prove to be a lot in the AFC playoffs. Um, so I've got the Titans beating New England and knocking them out. Then my four five is Chargers Bengals, which is a pretty cool quarterback matchup. You've got Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert. Obviously, those two quarterbacks from the same draft class um, get the game in L.A. Probably going to be like 80 percent Bengals fans there for a playoff game. So that's probably uh-huh. not a big it's probably not a big deal. Um, but with that being said, you know, you not a, really no playoff experience with those teams. Like it's kind of it's that would be kind of a crazy thing to see young head coaches a lot of similarities, but I'll take the chargers. I think, I think there's enough that I've seen from them. I know what's happened the last two weeks. Um, but I like Justin Herbert to outduel the first pick in the draft of that one, uh, Joe Burrow. And, uh, that would, but that would be a really fun matchup, the quarterback and the story there, but I'll take the chargers. So I've got the, I've got all the high seeds moving on, which I don't really like doing. Uh, um, but I've got, you know, chargers, Titans, Ravens, and obviously the bills move into the divisional round. Sweet. So that's, that's his, I've got the, you know, Titans, uh, Titans, Bills and Ravens, just like you do, except I've got the Patriots squeezing their way in there. Um, and we'll have these brackets posted online, by the way. Um, it might be a little hard to listen to this over a podcast, but we'll be, you know, posting it on there and, you know, getting your guys feedback on that. Um, let's move over to the NFC. So we both got the Rams with the bye. We've got the same, uh, Dallas, Minnesota matchup, a rematch. And I think this one's a lot worse. I think Dallas wins this game by two touchdowns if this is the case. Um, and Minnesota plays close games. They really do. Um, but I think Dallas had a great scheme for them. They, they played that a lot better than I thought. Um, and I just don't know if Minnesota is aggressive enough to attack the weaknesses that Dallas has. Um, you know, that game as a Minnesota fan, you're concerned. Like, why couldn't their offense move the ball against a Dallas defense? Um, and remember, the Cowboys will have more pieces by then, too. We've got Donovan Wilson at safety who hasn't been playing much ball. And Demarcus Lawrence obviously has been out. He'll be back, presumably, um, like, you know, well, well in time for that playoff game. So uh, I think Dallas wins that one as the two seed and, and moves on to the divisional round. Uh, you got any thoughts on that game different from from what I said? No, I don't. I think that'd be a 10 to 14 point game, maybe even more. Actually, um, the only thing I'll say is I think um, you'll probably be thanking uh, thanking the lucky stars if it's Minnesota, because I, I think as bad as the Seahawks have been, um, I don't think you want to see Russell Wilson in the wild card round because there is always the potential that. Like if something goes wrong, like you definitely would be more worried about Russell Wilson going in and pulling off kind of a crazy win than you would Kirk Cousins. So I think you, I'm sure you'd be happy to face the Vikings and not a Seahawks team that if they do get in are going to be hot, they're going to probably have gone six and three or seven and two down the stretch. And that's not a team you probably want to play in the wild. Yeah. And Dallas hasn't had great history against Seattle either. Um, It seems like Seattle capitalizes off turnovers really well. They stay in the game. They're going to be in it till the end. um, And that's just not, you know, matchup wise, I don't think there's a ton of matchups that really uh, scare, scare me as a Dallas fan, but you look at just Seattle's culture and, 
the way Russell Wilson shows up and plays and, you know, they just find a way to be in games. So absolutely Minnesota would be a much better matchup for Dallas in that game. Uh, but I've got Dallas going divisional there. And then uh, I've got Tampa beating the saints, uh, you know, the Jameis Winston list saints. And uh, I think Tampa gets the best of that one. Like you said, they tend to win the important one. And then Green Bay and Arizona, that's going to be another great game there at the four and the five seed. Um, that one could be like, that one could be really special. Um, but, you know, Arizona's younger. I think Rodgers is on a mission. It's it's in Lambeau, like you said. That's maybe the best home field advantage in all the playoffs besides Foxborough. Um, and I think, you know, I think the Packers find a way to win that one. And, and the Rodgers last dance mission continues into the divisional round. Yeah, no, I think those are good picks. So I, I've got, I just have the matchups flipped. So I have New Orleans traveling to Green Bay. Um, and, you know, the Saints, I think, are, are a team that actually is, I think the Saints are built pretty well to go into Green Bay and have a real shot to win that game. I think if they had Jameis, this, this, would, be a te- this would be a game I'd look at a little bit more as maybe kind of that crazy upset that happens. Just because of the way the Saints play defense, um, it'll travel into the cold, and they're going to be really physical, and they're going to they're going to make it tough on Rodgers. They're going to hit him. They're going to make it really tough to run the football. There's two teams you don't run on. You don't run on the Bucks, and you don't run on the Saints. And so, I think they would make it really challenging there, and they they make Rodgers have to make some really good throws. You could put Lattimore um, on Devontae Adams. So I think there's a couple different matchups there that the Saints match up kind of well. But I think ultimately, I mean, if if you're going into that game with you know, whether maybe it's Trevor Simeon or Taysom Hill or someone else going into Lambeau to play Aaron Rodgers. I mean, that's kind of where the analysis needs to stop. Um, I think that's pretty obvious where the game will go in the playoffs. I'll take Green Bay by by probably a touchdown in that one. Um, And then I've got Arizona going to Tampa in the wild card round. And I think that's a terrible matchup for the Cardinals because I think as a young team that goes – that's going to go in there and they're going to probably be, you know, 12 and five or whatever they are, maybe even 13 and four with a better record than Tampa Bay going in there. Um, it doesn't matter because you're going on the road to face Tom Brady, who's not going to lose in the wild card round, especially not to a young quarterback and a really just a generally young team. So I actually like the bucks. And I kind of like them big in that one. So those are, that's my predictions for the wild card. Dude. I mean, I think you make a great point. If that would be one of those classic games where the media is like, mm, you know, watch out, like Brady and the bucks haven't been that great. Cardinals are going to come in here. They're going to make some noise. And then Brady just flattens it. You saw that all the time in new England. I mean, they'd have a game. What comes to mind for me uh, is the Chargers game in 2018 divisional round. Chargers had a better record by two games. I think they were looking like the better team uh, and people are all week long. I mean, oh, Chargers are going to come in here and they're going to they're going to win this game. It's going to be a statement. Brady shut it down. I mean, the Patriots dominated that game. So I think you're absolutely right. Anybody who travels into Tampa Bay there, especially with a little too much confidence, like a young team can tend to have. Brady's going to, he, you know, he's going to stick it to him. And I think the bucks are going to definitely survive that round. Um, so that means that we've got the Packers, Rams, bucks and Cowboys in the divisional round for the NFC, uh, different matchups. I've got the Rams taking on the, uh, green Bay Packers and Dallas playing Tampa. So what's interesting is Dallas and Tampa. I don't like that matchup a lot. Obviously I don't like Dallas playing, uh, Brady at all. Um, you know, but I also don't like him playing Rogers because Aaron Rodgers had his fun against Dallas too. I'm going to say that Dallas, you know, Dak makes good on his promise. He, he said, you know, we'll see you again, Brady, trust me. Um, and I think, you know, that's going to be a major storyline Tampa, obviously walking into Dallas this time. And, um, 
I, I think the Cowboys are going to get it done. I think that, you know, they, they spread it out and threw the ball all game long against Tampa last time. And I think that that continues. We neutralized the pass rush. I think our defense has gotten a lot more confident um, and has, has grown a lot since that week one game. Um, and obviously that one was a really close game. Uh, and I think Dallas has gotten significantly better since then. Um, so I think the Cowboys find a way to pull it out. Um, obviously no guarantees against Tom Brady. That wouldn't be the most ideal matchup there, but you know, you're going to have to play him at some point. And I got the Cowboys rolling, rolling to the NFC championship. <laughs> Um, and then, you know, let's look at some of your matchups here too. Um, because you have the matchups flipped, correct? Uh, yes, I do. I've got green Bay going to Dallas and Tampa going to LA. And what you got in those games? You're not going to like this. Um, we, as you know, in the divisional round, um, when, when the Cowboys play green Bay, things do not go well. Um, that has happened twice. Uh, Aaron Rodgers has sent you home very sad. And uh, unfortunately, I think it's going to happen a third time. I think I think Green Bay is going to go to Dallas and win in the divisional round. Um, I think Dallas is really good. I think Dallas might be better. But I just think Rodgers likes playing in Dallas. Um, he he really obviously, does. He's way too comfortable there. <laughs> he, he is. It, it's like his home away from home down there. He he has played very, very well. Um, obviously, I remember the last time he he made that throw to, uh, I believe it was Jared Cook on the sideline. Um, just one of the best throws he's made in his career. He's made plenty of really good ones, but that move into his left of the situation in the game just throws a 30-yard laser right in between the eight and the nine in the jersey. Um, that's just, you know, that's kind of how he is down there. And uh, I honestly, I expect the same. I would expect a high-scoring game, the quarterbacks going back and forth, but... <laughs> Um, I think Green Bay goes to Dallas and wins. And man, if that happens, I don't, I think you're going to be pretty, pretty distraught because that would be Aaron Rodgers sending you home again. And I yeah, cannot imagine you times, man, that would be tough. Like <laughs> that'd be tough. And that's the thing. I mean, Dak, every playoff game that he's lost, he's, I believe he's one and two in the playoffs. And um, in both of those games, like he, he's had a chance and he's played really well and, and the defense has let him down and the, the, the other quarterbacks just, you know, had the ball last and made a play. So I, I could see that happening again. Um, I don't know which matchup is really worse for Dallas. I don't know, you know, Brady or Rogers, who do you really want to play there? Um, yeah. it, it's tough either way, honestly. Um, but yeah, so I've got LA playing green Bay and I think LA takes care of business there. I think that the, the Rams match up well against, you know, whoever they play. Um, and, you know, like the Rams, they're just too good for me to send home. I think they're just top to bottom. They're a lot better than Green Bay. I think that McVay, it's actually a rematch of last year's divisional, except this time it's it's in SoFi and not Lambeau. Um, and this time the Rams have Matthew Stafford, not Jared Goff. And I think those two, those two differences flip, flip this game. Um, and I think the Rams take care of business and meet Dallas in the NFC Championship. Yeah. Okay. So this is, this is the matchup that I wanted to talk about. So I have Tampa going to LA and I have Tampa winning because I do not bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. And let me be clear. If this happens, that this is a disaster for the Rams. They will have gotten the one seed and not won a playoff game. If it goes the way I see it, I don't think they're going to win a playoff game. If it, if it's, if it sets up this way, the one team Dallas goes to LA, LA wins green Bay goes to LA. LA wins. Arizona goes to LA. LA wins. Tampa does with Tom Brady. He's Tom Brady's going to win. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you a couple of reasons why. One, it's Brady in January. Second, 
Tom Brady went to LA earlier this year and lost by 10 points in a game that they got largely dominated. Do you really think Brady's going to go to a place and lose again? I don't think so. And I know he lost, you know, last year he lost twice to the Saints. But then what happened? They played in the playoffs in New Orleans. Of course he won the game. It's Tom Brady. Maybe I'm giving too much credit to Brady, but then again, I don't think you can. Because he he's proven time and time again that when he gets in these moments, he's just going to find a way to win the game. And I think the Rams are better than Tampa. But Tampa still by then will hopefully be healthier. So they're going to have most of that roster there. And I think they have a roster top to bottom that at least somewhat is comparable to what the Rams have put together. And ultimately, like this, this is obviously the best chance for Matt Stafford to win a playoff game, but he's still yet to do it. And Tom Brady's won plenty of them and he's won seven Super Bowls. And so I think in, in the playoffs, quarterback quarterbacks matter all the time, but in the playoffs, they matter even more. And I'm going to take Tom Brady over anyone every time in the playoffs. So give me the bucks on the road because it's not like it's going to be that tough an environment to play in. Um, So I think Tampa goes into LA knocks them out and that's going to be a disaster for the Rams, but that's what I've got going on. So I have the bucks going to green Bay as the NFC championship again. Wow. Yeah, no, I dude. I mean, I could see it. Like I think the differences in our, in our picks are, Hey, I think I'm more confident in the Cowboys and Rams rosters. And I think they're, they're better teams overall and, you know, riding the momentum of the one and two seed. And I think you're going with the history Rogers and Brady and, you know, where can you, you can't really go wrong with either of those, you know, that's why this playoff is going to be so fun because I mean, how can you bet against Brady or Rogers, you know, or, you know, when's it been bad in the NFL to bet against a one and a two seed. So I think it's just going to be, I mean, it's going to be unpredictable. It's going to be crazy. Um, I think what's funny is watch us get a matchup that neither of us said in the NFC championship. Like that'd be funny. We've got two opposite ones and, you know, maybe we get, Arizona and Tampa or whatever it is, or Arizona and green Bay. Um, you know, we'll, we'll see, but I think, uh, I think it's going to be a very interesting playoff for all those reasons that you said, I think both sides have, have really valid arguments. Um, and then if we're moving over to the AFC real quick, Tennessee and Baltimore is what I've got. Uh, I believe you have that matchup too. And then I've got Buffalo versus the Patriots. You've got Buffalo versus the Chargers. Um, I think Buffalo wins either of those matchups. Maybe the Patriots game makes it a little tougher because it's divisional. Um, but I like Buffalo to to move on and you know get to their second straight AFC championship. And then Tennessee and Baltimore. And let's talk a little bit on that game. That's a fun one. I love that the Tennessee and Baltimore rivalry just keeps going. That would be three years in a row now that they've met in the playoffs. Yeah, it would. And you're right. So I've got um, the Chargers going to Buffalo. Love Buffalo in that game. I think they win by two scores. Um, that's just a tough matchup for the for a young Chargers team to fly across the country and play a team that I think is just better than them um, in front of a very, very tough environment. We talk about tough environments. Buffalo is the other one. It's really it's Green Bay and it's Buffalo. Those are the two places you don't want to go. Um, very, very hard to win. Um, but yeah, Tennessee, Baltimore, this is really, really fun. Obviously we've had some pretty crazy, pretty crazy things. You know, obviously two years ago when Baltimore was the one seed, Tennessee went in there and knocked him out. Baltimore didn't win a playoff game. All the talk about Lamar. Oh, he can't win in the playoffs. This, this, and that, that was, that was an amazing game. Then last year, of course, we had that matchup again in the wild card round flipped. The game was in Tennessee. Baltimore goes in there and wins and stomps all over the logo. So, you know, that's not going to sit well. So now we've got it again in the divisional round back in Baltimore. And I like the Titans. I like the road team. I just think, wow. I think, I think in that game, um, I think it's a Derrick Henry show again. I, I just think in the playoffs, like we talk, yeah, we talk about quarterbacks, but man, like the one guy you can't, the one guy that just, I can kind of eliminate that a little bit 
it's Derrick Henry. I just think he's so unstoppable and he will wear the Ravens down over the course of that game. That game would be a very physical football game. Those two teams really, really, they play a very hard nosed physical style of football. A lot of hard hitting in that one. Got to bring your hard hat to that game. And, um, but I like the Titans. I like the run game in that one. I think it travels well to Baltimore. Um, and I like the Titans. I think we're looking at a Tennessee at Buffalo AFC championship game. But Baltimore-Tennessee is becoming quite the playoff rivalry in the AFC. It's really fun to see that. Dude, and there's just, I mean, it's more than like a rivalry. Like there's such an animosity between them now. Like you'd think they're in the same division at this point. Um, Even Harbaugh, it. yeah. Harbaugh and Vrabel don't like each other either. Like there's been oh, multiple. Yeah. Like, right. it, it is like all the way to the coaches. It's really great to see that. Because a lot of times, like that's not as common in modern day sports, really. Like these really cl- like big rivalries rivalries but when these teams meet and if they meet in a playoff game there is going to be a lot of bad blood and it's going to be pretty awesome to see that yeah no the, i mean it's great for the sport like i feel like just the aggression has been toned down a little bit in sports and that's generally that's good um but i think for rivalries people miss that you know like the yeah just so much at stake and um yeah i think it's going to be a great matchup i'm i'm torn i picked baltimore just because and i don't know if this is really fair i think purely from a matchup standpoint Tennessee is as good a pick as anyone. Um, I just picked Baltimore because if we're looking at the overall, at the overall season and where we are at right now, and with the unknowns of Derrick Henry's injury, I think it's more likely that we see Baltimore make the AFC Championship than Tennessee. So I'm going to go with the safer pick in the grand scheme of things, not necessarily on this matchup. But I'm going to say Baltimore finds a way to get to the AFC Championship. You know, Lamar's expanded his game a little bit. Um, and yeah, so I've got Bills and the Ravens in the AFC Championship, a rematch of last year's divisional. And then I've got Dallas and the Rams. I'll, I'll go my conference championship games first. Um, and I'm going to say that the Rams beat Dallas in the AFC or in the NFC Championship. Uh, the Cowboys now been, you know, if this happens now, it's 26 years, I think, 25 years. They haven't been in the Super Bowl, which is brutal. Um, but I, th- I think they're knocking on the door, but ultimately fall short because the Rams, you know, they're just that team. They're just loaded. Um, I think they're the best team in the NFC and um, they're going to show it. I think they, they, they win that game. I think it's going to be a good one, uh, but I like the Rams to go to the Super Bowl in that one. And then Baltimore and Buffalo, the rematch of last year. And it's the Bills. Bills Mafia, they're getting back to the Super Bowl. Um, I just don't know if the Ravens have the legs to make it. You know, frankly, if I think it's actually if Tennessee makes the AFC championship, um, I think it ends up actually being a closer game than Baltimore Buffalo. Uh, I just think Buffalo just they're just better than Baltimore. Um, And I've got them winning three more games in the regular season. And um, yeah, I, I like I think, you know, both of those conference championship games might not be the closest. I think Dallas and LA would have a better chance to be a really tight game. Um, but I think that it's LA and Buffalo and, and that's our Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. So for mine, um, I've got Tennessee traveling up to Buffalo for the AFC title. And then for the NFC championship, I have the rematch of last year um, with the bucks traveling to the Packers with the bucks being the four and green Bay being the three, which I mean, yeah, that's probably pretty unlikely, but the way I had it play out, you know, that's what I have. I'll start with the AFC game. Um, I think you're right. I think that I think Tennessee would it would be hard for them to go and win Baltimore. I think they will, but that's going to be hard. But I think the Titans match up a lot better with Buffalo than uh, the Ravens do. I think if if think if it goes the way you say, I like Buffalo by probably ten to twelve points against the Ravens. Against the Titans, I like Buffalo by three. Like I think that game goes right to the end. Obviously, Derrick Henry is going to be able to run. He's going to keep that game close. Of course, he ran all over the Bills. 
um, Monday night a couple weeks ago. I mean, he just runs over everybody. Um, and I think defensively they can, they can compete. They're, they're pretty physical on defense. They've gotten a little bit better. I just think ultimately they've got some problems in the back end. Um, and I think Josh Allen with all his weapons and, and the game being at home in Buffalo and that crowd, I think will really be an influence in that game. You know, that the bills will not want to come out and lose in front of their home crowd. Um, I'm going to take Josh Allen, uh, just because I think he's the better quarterback. He's got better, a little bit more, he's got more depth at weapons, obviously, you know, Tannehill has AJ Brown and Julio Jones. I don't even trust him to be healthy for that game at this rate. He just hasn't really stayed healthy. He's just getting older. Um, and I think that game sets up nicely for Tennessee to have a real shot to go in and win. Cause I think they're a team built to win on the road in the playoffs. But um, I think Buffalo wins at home in front of the fans. I have a hard time believing that they'll uh, lose it in front of the in front of the Bills Mafia. So I've got the Bills coming out of the AFC just like you. And then here we go in the NFC. Obviously, the rematch of last year. And man, I, I just think, you know, looking at it, I mean, Aaron Rodgers has been to a lot of NFC championship games in his career, and he has not won very many of them. And I think for him, like he's going to look at this game and it's going to be like, I mean, he's got to win it. Like he just has to, because you can't lose another NFC championship game at home to the team you lost to last year. Right. You think about that. And like, that's something you don't want to do, except he's going to lose it because he's playing Tom Brady. And I think the bucks go in and win again. And I, that is like, it's a lot. I'm, I'm saying a lot here. The bucks have to go to LA and green Bay in my scenario and win those games. I don't think winning at LA is very hard. It's more just about beating the team. Um, but winning at Green Bay is real challenging, but they did it once. It's going to be different this year. It's in front of a packed house at Lambeau. That's going to be harder to do. Yep. But look, it's Tom Brady. And Tom Brady is just fine playing in the cold just because they're coming up from Tampa. Like, I mean, he's going to be fine. That team is built like really well to win up there. They've already done it. They're, I think they're going to do it again. I just can't bet against Tom in this in the playoffs. He's He's won far too many games. I bet against him far too much in my life, and I usually lose. And it's just, it's, I think it's just bad. It's bad practice to do it at this point. So I'm going to take the bucks. I'm taking them all the way to the super bowl again. So I've got bucks bills in the super bowl, which I think is that would definitely be a pretty fun matchup. But uh, I think bills coming out of the AFC is definitely very likely, but the NFC can go a lot of different ways. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, I've, I've got Rams bills and I think Rams are pulling that one out. Um, so it looks like we both have NFC championship or the NFC team winning it um, in your, in your simulation, you've got the Rams and the bucks in the divisional round. You think the winner of that game wins the super bowl or do you think, you know, even if the Rams escape, they're not winning the super bowl. Yes. I do think the winner of that game wins the super bowl, but I, and I think, cause I think the Rams, I, I would pick the Rams against any other team. I just think, unfortunately they're going to run into Tom Brady and I, I, I can't believe it, but yeah, I think the Rams, are going to not win a playoff game. I think they're going to get the one seed. They're going to be set up perfectly and they're going to, they're going to look at it. And then Tom Brady's going to come to town and it's just like the one team you don't want to see because he's already lost there once. And look, I'm putting a lot of stock in Brady, but I mean, as we know, it's, it's a pretty fair guy to put a lot of this into. I mean, he's just proven it so many times in his career. He's playing great football, just like always. And it's and really as good as ever. So it's, yeah. it's a hard, it's hard to bet against him at this point. No, absolutely. Um, I, I can't fault you for that one. I think, <laughs> I think anyone who has to play Brady in that second round, um, you know, that's going to be a really good team. That's won a lot of games and feels like they they're poised to make a Super Bowl run, whether it's Dallas or green Bay or the Rams. And, you know, there's a very good possibility that someone comes home, uh, 
you know, a little frustrated after that one. So um, that's, that's tough, man. I think, I think it's going to be one of the more entertaining playoffs that we've ever had. I mean, we got a lot of teams on a really fair playing field. Um, I don't think there's one dominant club and uh, you know, that, that just makes for good playoff football. So that's our first rendition of, um, you know, of this playoff bracket took us a while to get through Um, as expected. There was a lot to break down. Um, We're going to fly through our five matchups of the week, just get them documented. Um, And then that'll be a wrap for this show. So um, yeah, my, my official Super Bowl pick as of now is the Rams beating the bills and you've got the bucks beating the bills. Uh, So I like it. I think, I think there's a, there's a high possibility that one of those um, that one of those wins it. And, you know, let's give a little credit to me too, because it took everything in my power not to put Dallas in there. Um, And I think they've got a shot at it, but uh, I think I chose I think I chose correctly. I think it's going to be um, one of those one of those two NFC teams, Rams or Bucks, that are yeah. that are taking home the trophy this year. Good job letting your uh, bias not get in the way there. That's that's very commendable. I'm I'm proud. Yeah. Hey, we'll see, man. I mean, you know, when the, when we do the next one and the Cowboys are thirteen and one, it's going to be that much harder. <laughs> not all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get right into it. Um, Browns and Bengals. It's the Browns four and four at the five and three Bengals. Cincinnati is two and a half point favorites. Um, Browns are reeling. Bengals are coming off a tough loss. I don't feel super confident in either team, but I'm going to take the Browns in this one. Or, I mean, I'm going to take the Bengals, sorry, in this one. I think they have a lot more offensive firepower. Um, I think that, you know, the Bengals, the deep threat between Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow is going to be important in this game. And you look at the Browns, they've had 41 points in just three games. Um, so they're struggling on offense. Um, and, you know, they got Chubb and Kareem Hunt still out in this game. Um, you know, I, I don't know if they can get the production against the Bengals defense that they, that they're going to need to get. So I I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Yep. Agreed. I like Bengals, like them to cover two and a half, obviously the Browns and no Odell Beckham. Uh, I think that's been kind of a distraction this week. We'll see how the Browns come out and play. We'll see how Baker plays. I think it's a really big game for Baker. See how he does without Odell. I think there's been a lot of talk. If he's better without Odell, it it showed, you know, in the year and, you know, they made the, uh, they've done some good things without Odell obviously last year for a lot of the season, but um, I don't think the Browns are that good right now. I think they need their, I think they need to get healthy again before they can really become kind of dangerous. Um, But I like the Bengals like them to cover they'll rebound after what happened to them last week against the Jets. Yep. Um, I'll have you lead this one off Vikings three and four at the Ravens five and two. The Ravens are six point favorites. What are you thinking? Uh, Baltimore off the bye covers. Um, I think, that I've I've kind of looked at this in the spread. I've been confident on the Ravens winning the game. That was never my concern. Uh, but I like the Ravens to cover uh, cover the six points. I think Lamar plays really well um, in this one, and uh, I'll take the Ravens by ten. Hey, maybe the upset of the week. I'm taking the Vikings to cover, and uh, now I'll take Baltimore to win. Um, but I think the Vikings are going to give it a real shot. And you know, you look at the Vikings, and they're close in every game. I mean, they really are. They they have been. They're they're uh, take take the Seattle game out of things. That was a thirteen point game, but aside from that game, their biggest margin in a game is six points, and that was in overtime. So the Vikings are always playing right with whoever they're playing with, whether they're playing, you know, the Jets or the Lions, or they're playing the Ravens or the Packers. Like it's going to be a great game. They're the new Seahawks this year, um, and I think that the Vikings are uh, they're going to you know take advantage of 
um, some of the weaknesses that the Ravens have and, you know, some of that offensive limitation that, that Baltimore has dealt with at times, uh, I think is going to come back to bite them. And I think this is going to be a really good game. I think the Vikings are going to figure some stuff out. And um, I think there's a real shot that Minnesota wins this game. But um, ultimately, I'll pick the Ravens. But I think that the Vikings cover that six-point spread. You should go all the way and pick Minnesota. I can hear it in your voice. Pick them. All right, I'll pick Minnesota. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) I I knew you wanted to go there. Hey, I'm switching the pick right now on my pick him. All right, I got Minnesota winning the game. Um, You know, I, I think Baltimore is a little bit fraudulent. Not that they're bad. Like, obviously, I had them going to the AFC Championship, which feels weird. Um, but I just feel like they've, they're they not playing their best ball right now. Um, you know, they, they just got smacked by by the Bengals. And, you know, they, they should have lost the Lions. And they almost lost – or they barely beat the Chiefs, which isn't looking as good anymore. And they lost to the Raiders. And they've just been bumpy this year. Uh, I think – They've been fortunate and they, they should have lost to the Colts. They've been fortunate that Lamar has been playing at such a high level. Um, but I think the Ravens are a little, a little more average than some people are willing to admit. Um, so yeah, I'll, I'll take Minnesota in that one. Packers seven and one chiefs, four and four Kansas city, seven and a half point favorites. I'll let you lead this one off. Well, obviously, no Aaron Rodgers influences this line tremendously, but I love the Packers to cover. I I think Green Bay's better. Like, I know Rodgers is out, so they're not actually going to be better without Aaron Rodgers. But I think roster-wise and the way they're playing, Green Bay's been good defensively. Um, I think they're going to cause Mahomes to turn the ball over. I mean, he's been turning it over against everyone, and I think Green Bay's a better defense than he's seen in some other weeks. Um, So I think Green Bay can keep this game close. I'm not going to pick Green Bay because I can't. I can't pick Jordan Love to go to Kansas City and beat Mahomes. I'm not going to do that. Uh, I, I'm not nearly like confident enough to do that, and I just don't think there's any way. But I, I see this game being pretty competitive. Yeah, I think this game. Uh, I think this game will be uh, a real competition. Um, what I was looking at is Chiefs are seven and a half point favorites, right? Um, if somebody's gonna somebody's gonna look real bad after this game because if Kansas City can't cover the seven and a half and can't win this game. I mean, you just lost to the Packers without Jordan or without Aaron Rodgers. That looked really bad. But then if you're the Packers and you can't keep it close and and Jordan Love looks terrible, now you look really bad because you've invested this this first round pick on this quarterback, ruined your relationship with Aaron Rodgers. This guy's been sitting on the bench for years and he still looks bad. I think someone's gonna someone's gonna walk away from this game. Uh pretty shaken up in terms of their reputation. And, um, you know, but I think for that reason, I think Jordan Love's going to play fine. I think, you know, Green Bay, it, it is a little concerning that they haven't made any mentions of him. We haven't seen the practice film, you know, usually teams leak stuff like that to the media. Um, but, you know, I, I think that, that Jordan Love is going to come out there and he's going to look fine. And Kansas City's on a six day rest and haven't has much time to prep. I think that's going to play into it a little bit. Um, I think the Packers are going to be heavy run, you know, they're going to be creative and I think they keep it close. I think Kansas city pulls this one out though. Um, so we're in agreement on that one. Let's go to the Patriots and the Panthers. Uh, I don't have a lot to say on this game. Both teams four and four. They feel like they're in pretty different places. Uh, New England's three and a half point favorites. I've got the Patriots covering on the road. I just think they're a better team. Yeah. Easy, easy, easy cover. Sam Darnold has largely struggled. Bill Belichick's going to make life really tough on him. I like New England by 10 points. Absolutely. Yep. Um, that one was quick. And then we'll go last game of the week. Titans and the Rams Titans are six and two Rams seven and one. The Rams are seven and a half point favorites. Now that, uh, now that Tennessee's without Derrick Henry. And I said, you can sum this game up basically to what happened on Tuesday. And that was that the Titans lost Derrick Henry 
the Rams gained Von Miller. Uh, I think that's the reason for the spread. And like I said, this is Tannehill's chance to prove what he is without Henry. Um, but I think this is a tough game to start that against. Uh, I think the Rams are going to be too smart, too physical. I think they limit the pass game. Um, they don't have to dedicate eight men to the box anymore. Adrian Peterson isn't the threat that Derrick Henry is. We all know that. Um, I think the Rams keep rolling. I think they win in cover. Yeah, a lot of agreement for us this week. Uh, just one disagreement. Yep, I like the Rams. Like them by fourteen. Uh, it just feels kind of like a game where I think if I think if Derrick Henry was playing, I actually might pick Tennessee to win. I I think that would be something I'd think about. But without Derrick Henry, um, it's just hard for me to pick the Titans in a game where you know they're this is their first game without him. They're going to get have to adjust to life without him, and this is a really tough matchup to start that with with how good the Rams have been. Um, I would say probably right now the best team in the NFL. Um, yeah, like the Rams in prime time, this game probably won't be that competitive. All right. Well, that wraps up the show for the week. Thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will be back with you next week. Not really sure what we're going to cover yet, um, but, you know, there's always more headlines, more news in the NFL, um, and we're here to bring it to you guys every Friday. So thank you for tuning in. And that is, uh, that is all we have on the show. We'll be back with you guys next week.